Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Kiseitzei. Pashas Kiseitzei has a distinction of having the most mitzvos of any parsha in the Torah. According to the Sefer Achinuch, there are 74 mitzvos. You have in this parsha the mitzvah of marriage. You have as well in this parsha the mitzvah of divorce if a couple need to be divorced. The manner in which it is done is in a written form, called to get, and many, many other mitzvahs. I'd like to focus on a mitzvah, namely the mitzvah of burial. The Torah, interestingly, does not say that if a citizen in an Israel dies, that individual is to be buried. Rather, the Torah teaches us that if a criminal is hung by the Bezdin, by the court of law, that criminal who was hung, his body is to be buried. And the Torah goes on to say, Make sure that you bury that person on that same day, prior to this, do not allow his body to hang on the tree overnight. Why? What does that mean? For a hanging individual is a curse of God. Now Rashi goes on to explain what does that mean, that it is a curse of God. Rashi teaches that man is created in the image of God. And when that personification of his image is in a most negative way, that is an embarrassment to Hashem, his maker. And Rashi gives the example of two individuals who happen to be identical twins, one of whom becomes a king and the other becomes a gangster. And when the gangster is caught and hung, people look with amazement and they say, the king has been hung. And therefore, we take down the body, even of the criminal, because he also represents the handiwork of Hashem, And by honoring even the criminal, we're honoring Hashem. Extending honor to man is acknowledging that man has supreme worth and value. And we are therefore honoring man's maker. And that kavod that comes to man is really giving kavod to Hashem. This concept of the honor of man is a reflection of the honor of God is further demonstrated in chapter 4 of Pirkei Avos whereby Benzoma teaches Ezul Chacham, who is the wise man 
And he tells you, the one that learns from everybody, and he brings a verse to prove it, and the verse that he proves it is something which reflects man's activity. Shenemar, become alamdai hiskalti. King David teaches, I learn from everybody. Ah, so the idea is, look, this is what man did, and it reflects, therefore it makes sense to say that who is the wise man? You can learn from everybody. Who is the gibor? The one who is Kovesh Yitzro, the one who's able to subdue his personal inclination. And there, too, the verse that's used to substantiate is one that comes from man's action. The third case, the third example that we're being taught, Ezu Oshir, who's the wealthy one, Hasomech Bechelko, the one who is happy with his lot. Once again, reflecting man who is happy with and satisfied with the work of the labor of his handiwork. But when it comes to the last one, watch. Who is the one who is to be honored? One who extends honor to others. And what verse is being used to substantiate that. Shenemar, as King David says, Forgive me as found in the uh, first book of Shmuel, chapter 2, Pasuk 30, says that literally, come on, Hashem says that those who honor me, capital M, I will honor. Wait a second. We're talking about honoring man. So Rav Chaim Volazhina, in his commentary on this Mishnah, his commentary is called Ruach Chaim, asks, wait a second, how does this substantiate the idea that he, who is the one that deserves to be honored, the one who honors others? And what does he answer? Precisely in keeping with what we have said, that the one who honors man is really honoring Hashem, who made man. How far does this go? We started with the burial of a criminal, or the more so, every Jew in Israel. In Bamidbar, chapter 22, Pasuk 33, In the story of Bilaam, that the Torah records that after Bilaam strikes his donkey three times, the angel says to him, The angel says to Bilaam that really I should have killed you and left the donkey alive. And Rashi goes on to teach us that the angel killed the donkey. Why? Just think, everybody. Had this donkey survived, people would have paid so much to, come on, see the donkey, hear the donkey. It would have been such a fundraiser. Look at this. And the Malach kills the donkey. Why? Lest, had it survived, people would say and point to the donkey that this is the animal that humiliated Bilaam as he was unable to respond to the rebuke of his donkey. Wow. 
And Rashi quotes from the Midrash Rabbah in Bamidbar that Hashem has compassion for the dignity of man. Now note, to what kind of man is Hashem showing dignity, even to a low life like Bilam, For even he contained the image of God. Similarly, we find in Vayikra, the Torah teaches that if one Lo'alenu commits sodomy, not only are they executed, but the animal as well is put to death. Once again, less people say, as the Gemara teaches in Sanhedrin, 54a, this animal caused the man to be stoned. Take a step back. What's the most important concept, one of the primary concepts in our Torah? Rabbi Akiva, in Parshas Kedoshim, chapter 19, Pesach 18, says, V'yohavto l'riachol kamolcha, zeklau gadol b'torah. This is the fundamental rule of the Torah. Now, Ben Azai says, wait a minute. Rabbi Akiva went to Parshas Kedoshim. I'd like to go, says Ben Azai, to chapter 5 in Beratius, Zes Sefer told those Adam, this is the account of the descendants of Adam, Biyom bro Elohim Adam, on the day that God created man, here it comes, Bidmus Elohim Oso Oso, he made man in the likeness of God, says Ben Azai to Rabbi Akiva, my Pasuk is even greater than yours. And why is that? The Raivad explains. Rebbe Kiva's Pasuk is using the individual, the one, the individual now becomes the yardstick of treatment to the next one. If a person, forgive me, treats himself like a shmata, if a person has low esteem for himself, he would thus be entitled to treat the next one like a shmata, to have low esteem for the next one. However, the latter verse of Benzoma, that man is created in the image of God, and therefore, regardless of how you look upon yourself, you have to treat man and keep him in the highest esteem. We are now one week into the month of Elul. We're three weeks before Rosh Hashanah. And the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Tezayin Omer Aleph teaches that Hashem says that we are to recite on Rosh Hashanah Psukim of Malchios, Zichronos, and Shofros. Malchios, the verses of kingship we are to recite that you should accept my sovereignty upon yourselves. It's understandably most challenging and difficult to accept Hashem's kingship on ourselves on Rosh Hashanah without prior preparation. And it's for this reason that we sound the shofar every day in Elul, 
to charge and prepare ourselves for the acceptance of His sovereignty. The Gemara in Shabbos 31a teaches that when a person is escorted to his final heavenly judgment, they're asked six questions. They include, one, did you conduct your business transactions honestly? Did you set aside fixed time for Torah study? Did you engage in procreation? Did you wait in hope for the messianic salvation? Did you delve into wisdom? And when you studied Torah, did you learn it deeply and infer one thing from another? And I would like to share with you a seventh question as found in the Rashi's Chachma. He adds that at that time they're going to ask the individual Himlachta Likonecha they're going to ask the individual did you literally crown Hashem morning and night? And then they're going to ask here it comes Himlachta Eschavercha did you crown, did you afford great respect to each and every individual? So as we prepare for Rosh Hashanah, the Rosh Chachma is challenging, challenging us to broaden our understanding of sovereignty. Indeed, in Slabotka, over the notice board, in Slabotka, when Elul came, there was a sign, Elul, and right next to it, Ben Odom Lachavero. When we think of Malchios, Malchios is not only our personal relationship with Hashem and the realization that Shivisi Hashem, Lenegdi Summit, that He controls every aspect of our being, but we are further reminded that if we wish, to avail ourselves of His love and compassion, we must reciprocate in kind our love, our compassion to our fellow man. It's a significant task, and that's why we were given the month of Elul to work on these noble ideals. Shabbat Shalom to all.